Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Chopping It Up Official. We are here from the app to the trap. It's your boy, Ferris. And it is Chartel. Hey. And it's crazy because Chartel is no longer in the studio because she is now a new homeowner. She's out there in Georgia. So congrats to her, you know, making big uh, adult moves, you know, black woman magic. I see you. I'm trying, like, I'm trying this thing. I'm just like floating through the lazy river. I'm like, I guess this is the next part of adulthood. We'll give it a shot. Right, Humble. right. No, that's what's up, though. That's what's up. You know, I'm going to come down there and crash your uh, crash your house. Yes. Look, you just need to let give me a date and we are good. So, yes. I, you, I also want you. to introduce our special guest. This is Coco. <laughs> she looks like she's trying to jump the hell out of there. Yeah, she doesn't know she wants to be up or down. So she is, I guess we'll mostly see her body and stuff. But yes, she will be in and around. And then so for uh, listeners who aren't seeing the audio or aren't seeing the visual piece of it. So Chartel is on Zoom. And then so she has her dog on her lap right now. Her little baby. (laughs) But so for Blase Blase, uh, what's on your mind, Chartel? What are we going to talk about? Guys. If you haven't heard about Lil Nas X's new video, shame on you. Come from under a rock. Glad y'all are tuned in to us because we'll keep y'all up to date with the pop culture. He has this new video out. It's what's it called? It's not called. It's called. It's not called Prison Baby. It's called something else. Uh, It's called uh, Industry Baby. Industry Baby. And I'll be honest. We've talked about his other video. Montero. um, with the devil sex twerking and stuff. Yep, Montero. Oh, yeah. This video, Industry Baby, is, in my opinion, just really raunchy. Um, It's a bunch of, like, men dancing naked and twerking, and they're in prison. And I think for me, I'm just like... But I think I'm also kind of not so, like... I don't know, maybe I'm a little prudish, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. I couldn't even listen to the words because I was so overstimulated by all of the, like, the visuals. Well, I'm going to be honest. The song itself, I think the song itself is is dope. Like, I'm not going to okay. lie. Like, it's so uh, it's, who, who don't know what it is, so it's called Industry Baby by Lil Nas X featuring Jack Harlow. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, lyrically, it's really dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm torn when you see the video because it's like, yes, like you said, they're in prison. It, there's a there's a shower scene where it's like eight other, yeah. you know, men naked. It doesn't matter. It could be a, you know, a female artist with naked women. Right. But it's like, yeah. you know, a lot of children have followed him from Old Town Road mm-hmm. then to Montero and now to this song. And like children are watching this video. And I feel yeah. like every time I say this, I feel like I'm sounding like old school or old as hell. But it's like, you know, there are some things that you kind of got to take into account or accountability or take accountability for when you're doing, um, you know, when you're putting out your music, you're putting out this imagery and whatnot. That's how I look at it. But all in all, like I said, dope ass song. I do like the song. Maybe I'll have to listen to the song with audio and not the visual because I got overstimulated. I was just like, I can't even, I don't even know what he's saying because there are dicks flying everywhere, (laughs) which I'm not, I think I'm just maybe just a little prudish. I was like, this just feels like too much for me. And I couldn't imagine like being a kid home waiting on like my caregiver to get there. And I'm like watching this video and like, 
all the things. Um, so maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll just listen to the song because I think Montero is a good song. Yeah. Again, the vision- yeah, that was a good song too. Yeah. And I also yeah. feel like there's certain things that I feel like just in general, like hip hop and music, just music genres have always tried to have kind of glorified shit that shouldn't be glorified. And now you got the prison life. Now, you know, they're out there twerking, dancing in the showers and this and that. And it's like, come on, man. Like there's certain things that should not be glorified. And so that's kind of how I look at. Oh, go ahead. No, I hear you. But I was going to say now in prison, they got access to computers. They be doing TikTok. (laughs) Like they be living. Hey, we we paying for it, right? I mean, that's what they say, Chaz. So, I mean, I don't have TikTok, so I'm happy for them, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It just makes me think about being a parent to a kid, like, in this day and age, and just how there's so much going on, and I can't, like, keep up. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild to me. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, young black man out there getting that money, you know, I hope he... uh, you know, I wish him money, wish him success. But yeah. at the same time, it's kind of just think about the, the stuff that you're kind of putting out to everyone, you know, to the masses. It makes me think like about a lot of things. So with Lil Nas X specifically, I heard that um, someone, I don't know what company or whatever, but wanted him to like be the spokesperson for like HIV AIDS and like how important it is for like people to get tested. And some people were like, didn't like that because uh, well, when he kissed that guy at uh, the B- was it BET Awards? It had to have been. Um, where he was performing and then kissed one of his dancers. Okay. And so apparently he was reached out to to be on a campaign about speaking out about HIV and AIDS and how it's important to get tested, this and that. And I think some people didn't like that because I think they felt like it was um, kind of making him the spokesperson just because he kissed the dudes like... Mm. Okay. Exploitative, I think, is where I'm trying to get. I think people felt that was exploiting him um, when he was just being authentic. Oh, but you kissed a dude, so now do all these things, right? When it was like, I didn't ask for this. I was just doing a performance and left it alone. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know either. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it yeah, it could have been that they were trying to exploit you know, just take advantage of the situation because it was hot. It was popping. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, we're going to jump on this. Yeah. But at I the same time, I mean, being I can't think of another male rapper that is openly gay. And mm-hmm. it, on top of that is actually comfortable with it and saying, hey, this is me. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I respect that in a way. Yeah. You know, I respect it in a way. Oh. Like, I like that. Like, he is who he is. He's not sugarcoating shit. He's not toning yeah. it down. Hey, hell, he's turning. <laughs> that motherfucker's going <laughs> to the moon with that shit. Yes. No, I definitely um, appreciate that. He is like, this is my music. Take it or leave it. Um, because it's true. I think there's a there's a genre for everyone. There's a niche for, niche for everyone. Um, so, yeah, I, I appreciate that he is like, remain. I hope, remaining authentic to himself and also maybe isn't riding this this um train so i don't know i hope he's being authentic is what i want to say not for real and then it's funny because i mean i'm gonna segue into something else because i was just thinking about um because the olympics are going on right now have you been watching that shit 
I watched some of it. I only watched it when my dad was here. I don't watch it on my own because America's racist and whatever. <laughs> so yes, I watched the swimming where was it Katie Ledke, Ledke, whoever, um, not whoever, but she won a silver, I think, for us. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think a, a white guy won something. Seems like it's swimming. A, seems like it's been a lot of silvers. Like, yeah, we well, have we got any gold yet? Do you know Michael? Have you been watching Olympics? Yeah, yeah. get a gold. Do you know who got the gold? Sunny Lee from St. Paul in gymnastics. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. You want a gold. I yep. checked. I checked yesterday. We have seventeen golds and then a bunch of silver. So we. This is as of last night. We had forty six medals. China had forty seven, or no, we had forty seven. They had forty six. So we had more medals, but they had like twenty one golds and we had seventeen golds. Ah, uh, that's uh. That gold is a lot, though. Man, that's o- that's only because Simone Biles is is, is uh didn't she get hurt or something like that? No, she didn't get hurt. She stepped out. Or stepped out. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. If she would have yeah. been in competing, doing her thing, that would have been a gold right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, my shit that is like that I don't understand is that. Um, what is it? Shot put or maybe not shot put some. We you know where they have that big ass ball and they spin around yeah. and throw it like I'm like, yeah. man, that's wild seeing them people throw that damn ball that far. There's a black woman from, I don't know. I don't, I think the shot put is with the pole. I don't know what this is, but I know what you're talking about. I think there was a black woman from South Carolina that like made it to the Olympics. And she was like, I don't oh, know if okay. she had like, I don't know if those games have happened yet, but I remember she had like beat her own personal record and like it qualified her for the Olympics. So it was like a big deal. I don't know her name, but I'm pretty sure she was from South Carolina. Yeah. Th- okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like do some googling, but I remember seeing her, and I was just like, "Yes, sis, get it." Um, it was badass. No, that shot put. Yeah, shot put is with the. Is that what? It's my bad. I'm, I'm googling for people. Who yeah, are no, listening. you Google it because hey, we want our listeners to know we care about facts. <laughs> for the most part. For the Sometimes most part. I just Sometimes. be I just be talking shit. <laughs> but so, okay, so have you have you stepped out since you've been there? Since <laughs> you've been in, in Georgia. Let me tell you, I hit, I rolled up in Georgia with plans. So I arrived last Wednesday. No, no, no. I arrived. No, I did arrive last Wednesday. Went to close on my house. So did that. And after that, my parents and I, like uh, my sister went to dinner and stuff like that. The next day was Thursday. And I had a, um, uh, my uh, co-president for the Black Girl Social Club Decatur chapter in Responsville, hey sis. Um, she invited me to a showcase with local rappers slash mu- uh, just local musicians, right? At, I'll have to get you the name, Artisan's Bar. It was at Artisan's Bar um, to see her sister at 2K Sensei. I'll put the uh, links and the drops in the comment section for or the description. Uh, for this episode, but yeah, and it was dope as fuck. Um, it was dope as fuck. There was, I, it's so weird because I'm not used to, I don't know anything about like underground artists mm-hmm. or anything like that, but I knew I had to step my music game up when I moved back. And so when she invited me, I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds amazing. And yeah, so her sister's bomb. There's this other artist there um, at Heem Luciano. I'll, again, drop his info too. He's bomb as fuck. He opened the showcase, um, and it was so funny because when he uh, when he started his song, he was like, 
these for all these bitches out here. Come on, bitches. And man, <laughs> that's not for us. What? <laughs> and so, but then he got through the song and we were like, maybe it is for us. So he's the, so it was like dope as fuck. The spot oh, was cool. Shit. Um, you know, and it felt it felt really good. So I yeah. did that. Friday we had a Black Girl Social Club event and I did game night with my friends. Um, Black Girl Social Club, we went to the zoo bar um in Grant Park. That was fun as fuck. Um, and then, yeah, after that, so what, Saturday and today is Sunday. I've just been moving, um, hitting the stores, getting all my stuff. But, yeah, it was funny because my dad was like, oh, you're not going to be able to socialize in Atlanta like you did in Minnesota. <laughs> and I was like, who do you think I am? Right, I like right. <laughs> you probably going to have more friends out there. Shit. Right. I'm telling you. So, yeah. So it's been it's been dope. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been. That's what I've done. Hell, since even before I moved into the house. I had plans before I moved into the house. So, like, how far is... Because I know Atlanta is very spread out. Yeah. So, how far is it from... Like, did you, did you drive there or did you Uber? It was like a quick I actually, little... I, I, met my, I met Amber at her place and then she drove us because the event was... The venue's in the city. Okay. And the city is not a thing. So, it's always best to go either to Lyft or Uber or to go in one car. And so, since she invited me, she said I could meet her at her house and we could... Okay. Um, carpool but yeah i'm about 20 i would say 25 minutes outside of the city so um so not like not like too bad but also not like a kind of like a burnsville quick thing exactly exactly like burnsville um but i already like knew i would be driving when i moved back because when mm-hmm. i lived here you just drive in georgia like you facts down the street i mean i think i was eight miles from somewhere and it was 25 minutes so I just I just already had that in my mind that I was mm. just going to be driving. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait to come down there. Yeah. Like I said, it's been Labor dope. Day. You you clown me a lot for going to exchange every Friday. So it and so um I had been checking out like venues and stuff to uh it's like I have plans right. There's this venue um I think it's called Republic and they host. <laughs> like a friday night event that's literally similar to r&b and chill i can't wait to check it out okay, I can't okay. Wait. it's free entry uh, i don't know if they i think i'm sure they have drink specials i don't think as good as exchange but it made me think i was like that's funny as fuck because um i needed a thing to do on friday and i think i found a literal similar thing to exchange but here in atlanta <laughs> so i'm gonna try to hit that up on friday that sounds dope as fuck no that really does that really does because yeah. like i said yeah. you need to have a lineup for for me when i get out there Trying to check all these places out, so I can be like, "All right, Paris, let's roll, let's do it." Um, but yeah, so that's on my list to to try out this Friday. Okay, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. Sure, you meet a lot of unremarkable men out there. Ah, hilarious! I don't know. <laughs> I met. I don't know. It's different, and so it was so funny because on Friday. Yes, when I went to the uh, artist's bar, I had like a lag of time in between my events, so I went to Taco Mac. And um, long story short, Betty, um, Wait, you went where? what you went where? Oh, play, it's a bar called Taco Mac. Ooh. And Taco Mac is dope because they just have a lineup of craft beers. You know, I like my craft beer. I'm drinking an IPA right now. Um, it's called Taco Mac. It's a big chain here. They're not sponsoring um, us, but they should. Yeah. So I went there um, in between my events. And as soon as I like walked in, I asked, you know, they're like, random like seats at the bar so i asked this one guy if i could sit next to him mm. um you know because covid yeah he's like, oh yeah down and he like greeted me he was like hey how are you chatting me up at the bar and then ended up buying my shot 
Um, so, which is really nice though. It was like really engaging, not afraid to talk. And that felt really nice because, um, in Minnesota, I didn't get that. Like, it just, like, yeah, like we've talked about this before. People have their pods, right? So they're out alone and B, if they are out alone, they're not trying to like talk or meet new people. Um, so that was really refreshing to have him chat me up and, um, you know, offer to buy me a shot. And I was, oh, that's okay. Like, no big deal. Like, I can do it. He was like, it's a shot. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, oh my gosh, that's so nice. Um, yeah. So I'm excited to meet more people here. So people who are outside of the Midwest, Midwest is very clicky. Um, yeah. And not, I don't think it's in a, uh, like a malicious way, right? But it's just like a lot of the people here and, and I'm, whether it's Minneapolis, Chicago, Kansas City, St. Louis, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. you've known your core group of friends for, I'll just say at least five years or more. I mean, me, I've known my closest five friends. The shortest relationship is like 15 years. That's crazy. My closest, one of my closest friends I've known, I'm, thir- I'm 33. I've known since I was four. I am not 33. That's crazy. Shut up. <laughs> See, you're trying to hide your age. Anyway, but yes, so that's what I'm saying. So I get it because when I was out in California, when I w- went down to school in Georgia, like, you know, it's, it's not unheard of to have, you know, just to keep meeting new people and bringing people right. into your circle opposed to here where people are just kind of um, like, they'll be nice. They'll, they'll talk to you all night and then just I, poof, they're gone. Like, like uh, Amber said, Amber here, that'd be on the podcast, Amber Turner, she'd be like, Hey, they call me the flash. Like then you're just <laughs> out. You don't get any contact information. There's just nothing like that's just the end of the night. And you're like, damn, like I thought we'd going to hang out again or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And I struggled with that. So it was just refreshing to literally have like my first night in the city be that be engaging and kind um oh my gosh do you want to hear another story yeah go ahead of course (laughs) so um my oh my gosh i had to just shout out my friends like lauren x lauren peters Dwayne, stephanie like those are my those are my core group of friends and they they showed up for sis like stephanie drove that u-haul to my house um unloaded it i was not i am not a good mover i just i hate it Stephanie and X like unloaded the truck and X was hung over even. Um, but in my neighborhood, there is a, um, a community officer who like patrols the place keeps it mm-hmm. safe. Right. And he usually like parks in front of my house. I think that's just his post. So, um, you know, when I moved in, he, you know, introduced himself like, Hey, did you buy the place? This and that, you know, I'm so-and-so I was like, um, Oh yeah. I appreciate I like, yeah, I'm coming over to introduce myself. I need to know who's up in here. Right. Um, and so then my friends came over later to help me move like the truck, the stuff out of the truck and my friend Stephanie was like do you think he would like help us move I was like I don't know girl you know how these like security guards are and like HOA I don't know but you can ask girl you can ask <laughs> right. she had to ask him and he says of course so he literally moved the rest of my stuff in inside my house because X was hungover I, I'm be, I, I wasn't doing shit you, and Stephanie was like I'll help if I need to but like I drove the <laughs> truck and nobody was helping so yeah um, this so Sergeant Woods is his name he like helped and like shout out to sergeant woods but the funny thing hopefully hopefully you don't see that on your hoa bill though add into your dues that's so interesting (laughs) because when i saw him again today i was like 
hey, I just want to like say I'm really appreciative again of like you helping me because I wasn't doing nothing. Like, do you have a favorite drink or could I take you out something like so I could show my appreciation? He was like, no, nah, you're good. Like, mm. it's OK. Fine. So I was just like, thank you. But maybe he didn't accept a gift because he was going to charge me. We'll see. Stay tuned, listeners. Stay tuned, I'll let right. you Next episode, she's like, this motherfucker then <laughs> ran up my HOA bill. The whole like U-Haul fee. We'll see. Yeah. I'll let you. But yeah, so that was I thought that was really dope too, because I don't I don't think he need he didn't have to do that. He could have literally been like, no. Um So you yeah, just you just over there supervising the whole time, huh? Literally that's telling people where to put shit. This goes here. Put Man, that you, there. That's the worst. That goes- see, I'm I, that's what I'm really see. I can't stand people like you. I know. When you help and, them move, you- and and it's literally just like if I'm coming to help, it's just me just moving shit around. That's my you mom. My mom yeah. would be like, "Hey, put that over here. Do this. Do that." I'm like, I, "Bro, like, I didn't come to move every goddamn thing myself." I wish I could be different, but I was. And then um, the person who loaded my truck, he loaded it himself too. I was not helpful. I was just like. I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to help in this capacity. So I'm very appreciative of the people mm. that got my truck loaded and unloaded. <laughs> Damn. So, no, no. Atlanta feels, I like the engagement, so it feels really good. Um, but yeah, we're going to hit the town when you show up. Man, I'm ready. I'm excited. Michael, you coming? What, Atlanta? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I love Atlanta. Atlanta's dope, man. Atlanta just has this like vibe, like a good ass vibe. Yeah, and like select- I'm trying to think where, like, have I mean, probably not since you just got there. But did you ever, did you ever go out to Virginia Highlands, or would you go to Virginia Highlands? I grew up in like Metro Atlanta. Fuck yeah, I love Virginia Highlands. Yeah, that's I my wish spot. I- <laughs> I'm poor. There's this place called um, Dark Horse Tavern. Shout out to Dark I Horse love Tavern. That place. Yes. Yes, yes, that's my spot. Anyone in Georgia, if you see me out there, I'm gonna be out there Labor Day. Yeah, give me a drink. Dark. Give me yeah. a shot. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, or buy several. We out in these streets. We outside. Man, for real. Yes. <laughs> no, I love. It. <laughs> yes, Coco's back. Coco's back. She just oh, it's social. So, yeah, the girls love it. They just keep walking around the um. I have hardwood, or they're probably um laminate. But um, oh, we've heard everywhere except the rooms. So I just hear these little nails just clicking all the time. Yeah, we we've heard, we definitely heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Single mom in it out here. You just we just gotta like deal and survive. <laughs> Man, so okay, so you moved to Atlanta. Yep. We touched on Lil Nas X. <sighs> Man, yeah. What what else is on your mind? I just want to think about like how hard it is to parent in this day and age because, um, so yeah, my co-president Amber, she had like, you know, asked around to some people like, um, cause she has like a daughter, like preteen. And she's like, how old like is too young to leave your kids? Like at what age are y'all leaving y'all's kids alone? Basically. Mm. Um, got like varying answers like girl, leave that baby alone. I think again, our daughter's preteen, leave that baby alone. She'll be all right. She'll learn this and that. And then some people were like, don't leave that child alone. So it just makes me think about like, like I mentioned earlier, like if I, yeah, growing up, I was, it was also, I had a sister, um, but yeah, it was us kind of alone for at least a few hours between like our parents, like shifts and stuff. Oh, yeah. And that's what we, 
not have people over or watch like BET or stuff we should have been watching. So I think about the stuff now, like thinking about that Lil Nas X video. And if you are like, if kids have access to that without like parental intervention or guidance, right? Because mm-hmm. I think it's different if you're watching it and you have a, like a caregiver there yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, let's talk about this. You know, what do you see? What is this, right? Compared to you're just watching it yourself, no one knows. And then you go out like, and I don't know, with that information, try to implement, I don't know. Um, but I just think about how hard it is to parent now. Like you literally, I think kids have so much access to stuff. And someone mentioned like parental controls or something. I'd be like, I'd be even lock myself out trying to set up a parental control on a damn TV. <laughs> right. But no, I mean, speaking of that, that's crazy. Cause I mean, I feel like, so I had an older brother. I have, I have an older brother. <laughs> Why didn't I say have? Look. I have an older brother. Uh, he's been on here before Lamar. He's a fucking trip. Uh, he's eight years older than me. And so at 10, like he's already at the house, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like my dad, you know, he has a full-time job. He owns a business. My mom, she's, you know, um, I think she was a RN at that time or an OBGYN. But mm-hmm. anyway, so like my parents didn't get home until like at least six. I'm getting right. home at three at 10. Yeah. But I just knew because I, just the way that I was raised, you know, I, I see my brother watch how he carried himself in the house. And so like, I ain't doing shit to get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew what I could and could not do uh-huh. nine times out of 10. I was probably just over at a, one of my friend's houses, you know, cause obviously their parents are home or, you know, or we're out in the streets just playing, having fun. But I feel like some parents nowadays are like super like overprotective and like don't even yeah. allow their kids out or like, I don't know. So I guess that is. So what are the ages that you heard? Like when you guys were talking, because like me, I think the like I remember being left home alone at like eight or nine. Yeah, I think that's what some of the, the other parents were saying, like eight or nine is fine. Girl, leave that child alone. She'll learn. But then some parents were like, literally never leave her alone because sex trafficking is real. Um. Mm. So, yeah, most of those. But I think, yeah, I think there are parents that are like, you know, leaving their kiddos home as early as eight, whether it's like circumstance, right? Like I have to leave you home to work or whatever. <coughs> oh, excuse me. COVID. Um, or if it's just like, <laughs> they're okay, you're fine. Yeah. Need a little bit of drinky drink. I hear that. No, that's funny though. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if and, if and or when I have kids, like, I mean, obviously you're going to know, you know, your child the best, you know what I mean? So, you know, like if and when they're more, they're mature enough to be home, be home alone, obviously right. depending on your neighborhood, like typically it takes a, what they say, it takes a village to raise someone. Right. And That's so I feel like at the end of the day, like there's, there's factors, but I mean, I feel like you should put some, like give your kids some credit, like, damn, like. Right. They should be able to at least hand like care for themselves at least for a couple hours while they're just chilling, depending <laughs> on the age. You know, you know, I feel yeah. like t- I feel like 10, 11, 12, like you got a grasp on shit. Like, you know, I came home, maybe some PB and J. I'm over here watching Pokemon Power Rangers and shit. And then by that time, you know, you know, the family's there or, you know, my mom's here, my dad's here. So I get home. Yeah. Um, it's funny when you know, that's not funny, but when you mention like it takes a village, I think a lot of like, I think that's different. 
I think when you and I were kids and even our parents were kids, I think other adults <clears throat> had a say in like how other kids were raised, right? <laughs> like you knew Miss Joan was like watching down the street and could tell your mom stuff and mama would come for you. Right, right, right. right. Now, Miss Joan could be watching down the street, let your mom know, and mom is coming for Miss Joan. Mm. Which I think is impactful because, especially in um, <clears throat> black culture, we did have those like other adults in our lives, right? Auntie this, uncle that, this and that, that had an impact in our upbringing, right? We Correct. always had like said, a village watching over us. But now I feel like parents are like feeling some kind of way if someone like interjects and not in like a, oh, uh, like a, a rude way, like, oh, you need to like breastfeed that baby. How dare you? Da, da, da. I think even in the way of it's like, oh, hey, I noticed there were like some kids coming out of your house while you weren't home. Just wanted to let you know. I think parents are now coming for the other adults mm. instead of being appreciative that someone else is like Keep an watching eye out. their kids. Right. Exactly. Yep. I can, see, I can see that. I can see that. And I feel like a lot of people are like, just kind of worried about well, people. I feel like a lot of people say like, oh, like, you know, like you said, sex trafficking, uh, kidnapping, mm-hmm. uh, just all these various crimes are like up. And it's like, no, I just feel like it's just more visible now. Like there's more attention on it because I feel like this stuff is age old, just like police yeah. brutality and racism. This shit yeah. ain't new. This shit's yeah. been going on. It's going to continue to go on. Yes. I mean, I hope not, but. I mean, but probability right. is telling you that it's going to continue. And so I just think it's more there's more visibility on it right now. And so I feel like as long as you are raising someone who, you know, understands that, hey, like, once again, you shouldn't be talking to strangers. Say mm-hmm. no to this. You know, just right. be aware of your surroundings. Be uh, self-aware and be mindful. Like, I think you should be good for yeah. the most part. There are some weirdos. There are uh, off chances, or there are like certain circumstances that could lead to, um, like I guess I don't know, some sort of crime or something unfortunate. But at the end of the day, like like I've been saying, like I feel like like these. I don't know. I feel like just people who act like kids right now are just like like they they need to be like coddled and uh, right. You know what like I mean? They don't yeah, like, like they don't know like, anything. Exactly. And it's like, no, like, I mean, yes, like you said, there are like definite weirdos and stuff out there, but there have always been like weirdos and pedophiles and sex traffickers and stuff. And yeah, if you have a village around you that you trust and you teach your kid basic safety awareness skills, I think that goes a lot farther than people think. And I think kids need a lot more credit than they're given. Um, yes, they're kids, but they also aren't dumb. Especially, like, man, I see kids right now, six, seven, eight, got iPhones, iPads, know how to yeah. use a computer. Like, think, like, we are, like, you and I, I think Michael as well, like, we're in the age range where, like, we lived without the internet as we yes. know it now, right? We lived without cell phones as we know now. And then we came into it. So now we know we can show our parents how to use this and that. We can show other people, I guess, uh, elderly individuals who don't know how to use certain, uh, like, you know, some technology. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like 
these kids nowadays are born into this shit. Like they don't know what a VHS is. They don't know what CDs are. They don't know what life without a cell phone is. The crazy thing is, all right. So if you were going to uh, mime a phone call, right? You I know, don't even know, you know what you're talking about. You know what miming is, right? No. You don't know what a mime is? You know what a mime, you know what miming is. Okay, like, so you know mimes that be on the okay. fucking walls and shit, like doing yeah. all like, yeah. So. A call. Yeah, okay, so showing a call. Like me, this is, like to me, I'm on the phone right now, right? Oh, you're being a mime. Yeah, like miming okay. a call. Okay. So for Here. visual, or for the audio listeners, like I'm holding a phone up to my head, which I yeah. think a phone looks like this visually, right? Kids yeah. nowadays, this is a phone. Yeah, haha, <laughs> it's just a hand. Because it's a <laughs> iPhone. You know what I mean? Like they don't know, like yeah. hanging up a phone and shit. That's yeah. that's wild to me. Like, or even I guess if you go even further back, like with cars nowadays, you know, like, hey, I'm gonna roll my window down. Like, I still be like, hey, roll your window down. If I'm rolling next to someone, like, hey, I want to talk to you. Roll your window down. This gesture right here, right? You know, people are like, like kids nowadays are just like, no, you just push the button, like. So yeah. I don't know. I'm feeling old. <laughs> then also not really because these kids be missing out. But that makes me think maybe it's just <clears throat> a different kind of safety awareness for this group of kids than when we were kids. Because now you have to look out for like internet scammers and predators and you have to like stress to kids that whoever is or the other side of the computer probably isn't who they say they are. Right. Man, you got- Based on based on your conversations, uh, Chartel and Amber, I think Chartel, just Chartel and Amber for the most part, like y'all be talking about your damn dating stories. Y'all be getting scammed online, shit. Oh, y'all need to watch out for them internet scammers, shit. I think you're muted. I think you're muted. It's scammers oh, out okay, there. They liars. They you put whatever pictures you want online. Amber and I have just decided not to do it anymore. <laughs> We're meeting people in real life now. It's stupid. So. Before we actually started recording, you said that you were talking about there's a you brought up a company that you would actually a racist that you yeah. still rock with. What, what is that? I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. No, that's the funny. racist company that I will that I forgot to say this as the company that I wouldn't ever rock with. Oh, OK, go ahead. Ooh. Papa John's. I forgot about his racist ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that pizza is not even good. I mean, pizza is kind of fire. I don't think butter, that's true. <laughs> I was gonna say that garlic butter. That garlic butter is fire. I, I'm in. I'm indifferent with that because the, there there are a lot of other pizza places like me. So in many in in Minnesota in Minneapolis, like me, like I could fuck with a Broadway pizza. Broadway is fire. Broadway is yeah. amazing. That's thin crust. I, I go with the thin crust. So Broadway. So uh, I'm trying to think what else is in in the cities. Well, it's crazy because pizza luce. Yes. Giordano's just came up from Chicago. I'm a big, I like deep dish. I'm a deep dish guy. You like deep dish? I'm not a deep dish fan. What? I, I don't know. It just, it's too much. It's too much. Oh, it's too okay. Much. Well, yeah. So really toppers, you ever had toppers? I have had toppers. Okay, yeah. So toppers is- like I'm saying, so yes, there are alternatives that I would go with. I would honestly probably choose over Papa John's. For sure. Um, but Papa John's isn't like trash, but he as a person, I don't even know his real name. I know his name Papa John, but Papa. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think Yeah, that so I thought about it. Is Papa John's is, Papa. Is, is one that you're not you're not you're gonna 
I'm good on, I won't do it. She said Papa John's. I was like, no. And I will say though, I ate it because she ordered it and I wasn't paying for it. Um, <laughs> but I will never order Papa John's. Oh shit. Okay. I mean, but whatever. Damn, I'm, I'm, gonna think, I'm gonna think of another place that is kind of like that where I, I will never frequent. Yeah, Papa John's and Hobby Lobby for me. And Hobby Lobby just because. Well, there's no Michaels down there. There's no Michaels down there, is there? Ah. So now you have to go with because I'm telling you, Hobby Lobby gonna hook your house up. That <clears throat> shit gonna be fly. Hobby is like okay being racist and Christian zealots, and I'm not okay with that. I think I think Michaels, they're just more sporadic out here. They're more spread out. Not sporadic, they're more spread out. So I think I'll just have to look for one. But you know where I'm going to go before all of that? Home goods. That's where I was at earlier today. It's TJ Maxx, right? Or yeah, TJ Maxx Home Goods. So that's where I was earlier. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'll go there before anything. But I will find a Michaels to not go to Hobby Lobby. Okay. Okay. But TJ. yeah, and I think. I'm not even a crafter like that. So it's not like I need to go to Hobby Lobby or Michael's. I there I'll go to Target before. I'll go to Target too. I bought fake plants from there today. Man, I love Target, but Target be expensive as hell though. You gotta get that Target Circle app. Mm. I saved twenty dollars there today. <laughs> but you spent yep. five hundred. That doesn't matter, but I saved that twenty. <laughs> so that's what you have to do. My dad, um, <clears throat> so where they live. There's all, it was in the South. I think there's more Walmarts than Target compared to like up in the Midwest where Target's headquarters is. Um, there's more there. So he's just been waiting for me to like have to go to Walmart now because I don't even know the last time before I moved back. I don't even know the last time I went to a Walmart, right? Um, so I had to go to one because it's like one right down the street from my house. I needed like some stuff and I was, and I didn't want to drive to Target. And I was just like, it was awful. Like all the lines were long. People were like in the express lane with 50 items. It was terrible. I was like, Target would never. <laughs> so now I'm just like, I think the Target is like 10 to 15 minutes the other way. So now I'm just going to like gear up to go there because Walmart ain't in. Man, so I got two questions for you. So I'm since ready. you've moved there, so, so since you've moved back to Georgia, one, have you told people that you're from Minnesota or not from Minnesota, that you've lived in Minnesota? What do they say? The second guy at Taco Mac, I told him. And it really what I get is a surprise look because Minnesota. Uh, and then the next question is like, what brought you there and why are you back? That's typically how it goes. Okay. But it's so interesting because I, when I lived in Minnesota, of course, I told people I was from Georgia, right? Yep. But then come to visit Georgia, I would tell people I was from Minnesota. <laughs> and I don't know why I did that. I don't yeah. know. I literally have no idea why I did that, but I did. Um, but no, now being back this time, I tell people I'm from Georgia, but I recently moved back from Minnesota. So I guess I've come to like a. a... What? Right. Why'd you go? All right. Yeah, I think you kind of cut out there for a second. Oh, whoopsie. What, what didn't you hear? Well, you said that you told people now that you say that you're recently from Minnesota or, you know, moved back from Minnesota. And I yes. think that's where it kind of cut right there. Oh. But <laughs> you know, I just tell people now, like when I'm back, I tell them I'm from Georgia, but I'm recently back from Minnesota. So I've kind of just like married okay. all of the two places I've lived. 
And then I've, I haven't been down there in years. Um, is Kroger the upscale? Not upscale, but like the nicer grocery store? Publix is? Yes. Publix is like the Lunds. Ah. Publix is Lunds. Kroger is like, I would say Kroger is like Target grocery. And Ingalls is like Cub. And you can't even really find like Ingalls around. Gotcha. Now, so just- I, and I only go to Publix when they have BOGO because anybody trying to pay $4 for cookies when they're two ninety nine at Target. Do they, have, um, do they have Ralph's down there? Ross? Ralph's. Nope. Okay. That. Or it might just be West Coast. Yeah, I don't know what that is. No, oh, okay. No. So seeing that you moved. Pro- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Publix. That's it. And Target Grocery. But now that I'm back, I'll be going to Kroger. Kroger Plus card. <laughs> so quick question. So now that we're kind of getting it towards the end, what uh what's got you exhausted in the Chartel? Ferris. I think moving has me exhausted because, well, you knew this, but I'll tell our listeners, my dad and I, Chuck, you're the MVP. Chuck gave me money to buy this house. Shout out, Chuck. And drove me from Minnesota to Georgia. So, Chuck, you the MVP. Um, and you know who is, oh, oh my gosh, this is a whole story. This moving thing has me exhausted, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. So I bought my dad a plane ticket. We usually do Delta, but Chuck wanted to save $150. So we went to American Airlines. American Airlines canceled both flights the day before (laughs) he was supposed to come and the day of his arrival. Okay. Long story. So I called to get it fixed. The lady was so nice on the phone. I want to say that she was very nice and accommodating. Found us a nonstop Delta flight. That got him to Minnesota um, at 2.30. So my dad, I picked him up from the airport. We go to my apartment and we haul ass. like Because it's a 13-hour drive from my house to theirs. That was our pit stop before Georgia. So we literally drive all night. Like mm. we drove all night. We got to their house probably 6 a.m. No, 6.15 a.m. I remember it's at 15 minutes to shower and do it, do my life. And then we drove to Georgia, which is about five and a half hours from their house okay. to where my closing was. So we drove the day of my closing to Georgia, thir- like eight, uh, 18 hours total. And we were only at their house for 30 minutes. Okay. So we like had enough time to blink and throw water on our face. <laughs> and my dad drove the U-Haul this whole time. Get to Georgia. Did the closing. I had to board the girls. Like I'm driving, we driving all over, but we did it. Right. And then, um, then we, you know, he got me a hotel while, cause I gave, I didn't, I didn't move in right away. I had like a few days lag. Yeah. Um, so yeah, doing that, then having to find people to drive the U-Haul. So again, thank you, Stephanie for stepping up. Um, I appreciate that. So she came, drove the U-Haul. My other friends came to help me move. Um, I just unpacked all my stuff to like put the boxes in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. So I just got stuff on the floor that I'm going to put away. Um, so yeah, that has me exhausted. And then, and then I was socializing in between. So I, and then I didn't sleep well last night because it was my first time in the house. The ice maker was making too much noise. And then the house, just house noises. Um, so I thought everybody, I thought every sound was a robber. 
I was I didn't sleep well <laughs> last night. Um, you get yeah, you a concealing like, carry from the move. Um, but happy to be in the house. Happy to um, be all done with the cross country moves. Mm-hmm. So that is what has me exhausted. Okay. And well, men, of course, that can be another episode. Well, once again, congratulations. Thank uh, you. I, I would say for me, honestly, uh, I think <laughs> you, you left right in the, well, yeah, I, I think you left like right before the fucking heat wave because it's been hot as hell. Yeah. It's, I heard. I mean, it's been gorgeous now. I think today it's only supposed to be like 70 something. But That's- that mixed with the smoke in the air, because like so Minnesota obviously borders Canada. There's been these crazy Canada fires. Oh, no. And so like it's been looking like L.A. smogged out, but it's just smoke. Beautiful sunsets. But I feel like just like, man, it's kicking up my allergies. Oh, no. Uh, it's been hot. Thankfully, it's not anymore. But I think feel like just all of that culminates into me kind of being exhausted. I'm ready for yeah. football. I'm ready for fall. Yes. I'm over yes. summer. Always after my birthday, which is July 4th, cancer season, even though it's gone now. I'm always ready for like, I'm like, all right, bring the fall in, bring the football, bring that weather. You know, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I love fall too. And before we're all done, I just wanted to say I saw this um, meme that was like, we've been conditioned to think we actually like summer because it was a co- it, because it coincided with like school breaks and summer breaks and stuff. But actually, summer is the fucking worst. <laughs> Man, for real. And I, I felt that. I was like, that's actually really true because fall is my favorite season. Um, and I was like, yeah, summer is the worst. But because we had like summer breaks, we were conditioned to think it actually was like our favorite season. And at least it's not mine. Um, it's too damn hot. And I feel like when I was young, though, like, man, summer used to just it would be a blink and that shit was gone. I'm yeah. like, man, it's still hot as shit. It's right. only August 1st. Yes. Fuck. They were like the pop of summer right yeah no i feel you yeah but all right man that was a hell of an episode right there man you did it parents watch your kids because there's a bunch of stuff on tv man but ultimately like i said that song is dope i do like little nas x I'm gonna listen to it without the video and see what i feel yeah listen to it it's a a dope ass little it's a dope ass track i like it i like it a lot um Mm -hmm. but yeah y'all can catch us on instagram facebook chopping up official uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, I guess it's called, uh, YouTube, and Pandora. Yes, so make sure y'all tune in. We love having y'all. Thank Send y'all for questions. listening. Yes, catch y'all next week. Bye.